0: Welcome to the Arrow Media Podcast, recorded live from the Arrow Media Production Studio at Ashland High School. Hello and welcome to the Arrow Media Podcast. This is Mr. Crawl, and today I'm here with Mr. Heath Grissinger. Hello, Mr. Grissinger. Hello. Hey, we're happy to have you. We're going to um, do our crawl questionnaire today and ask you a whole bunch of stuff. Um, we're going to end that with a lightning round. And we'll, we'll make you just answer things like spur of the moment, right? The first thing that comes to your mind kind of stuff.
1: Sounds like a plan. All
0: right, let's hit it. Why don't you start by telling um, folks here what your role is at AHS?
1: Uh, I am a school counselor here. I taught here for about 17 years, taught biology, and switched over here a couple of years ago. So we do everything from scheduling to emotional crises to career planning to whatever seems to have to happen every day.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm, 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 I'm assuming a lot of that you don't know until you walk in the door it it probably keeps you on your toes
1: yeah it's been interesting i say when you teach you kind of know what's going to happen every day when you're in the counseling office you just sort of guess and figure it out at the end
0: (laughs) well let's let's go back to the beginning why don't we tell people um where where you're born where you grew up
1: I, i was born here in ashland at samaritan hospital swore i'd never stay Left for a while got robbed by my neighbors on my first teaching job and moved back home so oh my goodness and have been here ever since so
0: um are you okay with telling our listeners at home where you lived when you got robbed
1: uh, i was teaching in bellevue uh living in clyde and and i came home on a friday and my stereo was in four pieces on the floor and i thought man i got to close the windows <laughs> <laughs> went in, I was going to go away for the weekend, went to get my clothes and they were all gone. Oh my gosh. Uh, came home that Sunday and my neighbors were wearing my clothes, working on their car. And wow. Yeah. I called They didn't the, care, did they? No, no. I called the cops and said, Hey, they're wearing my clothes. And were, no, no, they're not. I said, he's missing the fourth button. I'm holding it in my hand cause I can't sew. And they got three years in jail for 18 B and E's that they admitted to. So, oh my goodness. So yeah, but they didn't get evicted. So I had wow. to move out cause they were going to, Beat the crap out of me! I had a few. Wow! Them.
0: <laughs> Welcome to town. Yeah, yeah. So good fun. So then you ended up back down this way,
1: back in Ashland.
0: All right, all right. What was what was family life growing up then in Ashland? I know a lot of kids around here know Ashland, but like the Grissinger family home. You have any siblings, uh, parents? Uh, I, how did that? How did that work?
1: I had one sister growing up. Uh, good old Banning Avenue on, uh, uh, I guess, the north end of town. Uh, we had a good time. I have since added. A half, two half sisters and a brother who goes to Ashland high school. He's, really? a, he's a junior here at Ashland high school. So, so wow. yeah. So we've added a few afterwards, but, but yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. So it, it, that's incredible. You still have uh Grissinger's Roman, the halls. still
1: Grissinger's Roman in the halls. My kid's almost as old as my brother. So that makes it more fun.
0: That is kind of fun. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> but like growing up, you and your sister, um, how close in age?
1: Three years apart. So she was a freshman when I was a senior.
0: Okay. Now, is that a comfortable age apart? I thought so, that was good. So your, your your circles of life didn't yeah. quite overlap too much? Yeah, it didn't
1: overlap too much. But her, her freshman year, she got to keep stats for soccer. So we got to kind of uh, hang out. I played, and she kept stats. It was kind of fun. You had a little interaction there, but not enough that they drove you crazy.
0: Oh, nice. So you were on the soccer team. Any other extracurriculars keep you busy?
1: No, that's about it. I pretty much played soccer all the time. I oh. ran cross country in middle school, and... Said, yeah, well, I just want to play soccer. So that's so, awesome. Yeah. And what, what position? Uh, I was outside midfielder. Okay. I could run all day, but I was only like five foot four when I graduated. So, <laughs> so you, you don't get to go inside when you're five yeah, foot you're four. Yeah,
0: you're not doing any yeah. big headers to, to score the winning goal.
1: Actually, no. I was the guy that loved to do the head balls. So yeah? I, I, yeah. So that, that may have caused epilepsy later in life, I think. Oh, but wow. But yeah. But Ooh. it was good fun then. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> Wow. So, if we think back to when you were a kid, or your your, your younger sister, and, you, and you're at home, was there growing up um, a, a TV show, or a movie, or type of music that was like you think back and that's your childhood?
1: You know, I I was a cheesy Friday night TV lover, okay. so you had like Family Matters and Boy Meets World, and uh, okay. all those all those classics. Uh, growing pains, we we had a pretty good thing going.
0: But first run, like you, it, these these weren't. Uh, reruns
1: no these were the originals uh, i still i still watch saved by the bell original because it really? still that may have been what got me into teaching to be or maybe mr feeny from boy meets world i don't know but, either way but either way it's cheesy enough so wow. so yeah so those are always kind of the the fun family family things that you always think of when you're when you're going back there
0: yeah and it's interesting will a will a certain um song or character like and like that does it take you back to when you were younger
1: I'm going to have to go with all eighties rap because eighties. Yeah. Cause I take that. That'll always take you back.
0: Okay. That's give me, give me an artist or song.
1: let like see. A, we're going to go for the Humpty dance. Nice. A, as the ultimate classic okay. there.
0: All right. That is classic.
1: My wife will not let me use that as my ringtone anymore. She says oh. it's not appropriate.
0: Well, she's probably right. Yeah. We, she's yeah, probably right. Or
1: my alarm in the morning. She says it wakes her up and it's not, not how <laughs> she wants to wake up. I think so. as a
0: general rule, um, we husbands can disagree with people a lot. That's fair. But <laughs> when it's your wife you disagree with, you're wrong.
1: Exactly. Period. That's exactly true. That,
0: and that's that's a good thing to learn. Kids at ahead. home. I'm not. I'm not saying you get married right away. But when you do, know that your spouse is always right, and that's that's the way it works. Your
1: marriage will be much happier that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if I went back in time and and talked to five year old Mister Grissinger. What what did he want to be when he grew
1: up? He wanted to be a doctor. From yeah? 5 until he until I got to college, I was sure I was going to be a doctor. Really? I was going to go to the east coast and work in an ER on the on the on the east coast in a big city and oh yeah, and then I realized I hate hospitals. Oh, yeah. Well, um, that'll do it. Didn't really want to work in one and had been taking education classes because they encouraged you to in case you failed. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting thing and realized I actually like those. So thought, wow, I'd never even considered being a teacher before So you that.
0: were actually like in pre-med or studying science yep. and, and all that in, in yep. college when you, you decided.
1: Yeah. And changed my mind. Was for you. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a good thing that, you know, you don't want to spend as no. much time as it takes to become a doctor and then end up not liking it.
1: Yeah, exactly. That, so I, I'm glad I figured it out as a freshman in college and got to switch it around oh, before ending up in med school wasting a year. Sure. That's
0: got to be interesting now that you are a guidance counselor and you're trying to help people figure out what they can do with their lives or guide them at least because I mean, who knows exactly what life has in store for them when they're 16. But um, you you ever use some of those those life stories to to help guide kids?
1: I try to. I probably use too many of them to be quite honest. (laughs) I sometimes wonder if I should just keep my mouth shut more and listen more. But but yeah, I, pr- I try to I try to go with that because if you told me I was going to be sitting in Penny Hamilton's old office in the Ashley yeah. Guidance Office, she was my counselor, so I sat there as a student. If you told me that's where I was going to end up thirty years later, and I thought you were crazy. So <laughs> yeah, never would never would have thought that. So. That's
0: interesting. And the more the more teachers I interview here, the more I find there are some that have known they wanted to be a teacher and it was more about figuring out what they wanted to teach. And then some people know they have a love for a certain subject or discipline and then realize the way they want to utilize that is by teaching. And it kind of goes both directions and it's kind of interesting how everybody's path is a little bit different.
1: Yeah. I, I happened, I happened into it and was really grateful I did. So
0: that's awesome. So um, you said you wanted to be um, a doctor since you were little was, was, when when people say that, a lot of times um, it goes from a couple angles. From what I've I've heard, um, was it more of a you're interested in science biology angle, or was it a helping people angle, or a little of both? Like, what really intrigued you about being a doctor?
1: I think it was kind of all that, and then you well, and then ER came out the TV show, and ah, that was just cool. So then you wanted cool. to be an ER doctor because it was just cool to be an ER doctor. But yeah, I think a little bit. I did pretty well in school, so they kind of encourage you to do those those big sure you know yeah you gotta go to college and do this Um, my my, my mom had a science interest uh, and never got to use it so I think she was kind of like yeah do the science that's really good so and yeah you just you knew they were kind of I liked my doctor he always took care of me when I broke my arm or my head or my yeah all the things I broke or my eye surgeries or I I think I spent a good portion of my youth in in the hospital so so I thought they were always pretty cool guys that took care of me so why wouldn't I want to do that
0: wow So, um, we've discovered you grew up in town, you went to Ashland high school, you now work in the office of who was your guidance counselor back in the day. Um, what's that like? I, I, for myself, just, you know, everybody's circumstances are different. I never ended up back at my high school except for maybe literally one evening once in the last 30 years. What's it like to to come home, so to speak, and start, you know, being a colleague of people that were your teacher uh, a while earlier?
1: Actually, I got really lucky that way. What I've discovered is many of the teachers here now came in 1993 or 1992, and that's when I graduated. So when I came back, there really weren't that many teachers still here who I had had so it wasn't too awkward so it really that. was i never had to do that like oh wait that's mr so-and-so wait no that's bob i never, ah. I never had to do that so I, I really got lucky that i okay by the time i came back officially i'd been gone for almost 10 years because i'd taught about six years elsewhere so everyone was pretty much gone so it was it wasn't that weird so it was a like, comfortable transition yeah was, i was coming back to the school but i wasn't coming back to, as a okay. student so that so was the, nice. So the
0: space had an interesting familiarity about. Uh, yeah. Except you were allowed in spaces you probably weren't allowed as a kid. Yeah, I got to go
1: in the teachers' lot. Right, right.
0: <laughs> um, I I hear from people that you, you walk the halls and like suddenly nothing seems as big as it used to be. The locker seems smaller and yeah. the, the room seems smaller. Yeah, everything
1: was a little different. and yeah. you're sitting in a different part of the room looking at it from the other side. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of bizarre. But other than that, it really wasn't that okay. much different. So.
0: I also find that interesting. A lot of our teachers I've talked to have talked about never wanting to stay in town where they grew up and vice versa. I never want to leave. This has always been home kind of thing. And and it seems like you've, you've hit sort of both sides of that.
1: Yeah, I got away. I enjoyed getting away. I realized when I was away that Ashland's actually a pretty cool place. Ashland is an amazing. Yeah, place. I lived in Shelby for a year. You want to be bored? Live in Shelby for a year. <laughs> Ashland is a hopping place comparatively. <laughs> yeah.
0: So here's a little fun fact, since we're talking about jobs, uh, Mr. Gersinger and I, most of you won't know this, um, overlapped at a little country school south of here called mm. Lucas, where I think K-12 to had fewer than our high school have here. Yeah. It was a tiny, tiny district. Um, and you were teaching, what, science and history there? Does just that sound just right? science when I was Just there. science. Yep. And then you came to Ashland, um, which, you know, people around here call the big town, you know, the well, big... Yeah. The big And when we compare to other places, um, definitely not that big. But if you compare to a small place like Lucas, do you feel like there's a different vibe or culture or feel to Ashland High School than it was at Lucas High School?
1: Oh, yeah, it's totally. I mean, you graduate, what, 50 people a year at Lucas, maybe? Maybe. I I think the one year I was there, they graduated 60. It was the biggest year they'd ever had. I mean, you're there two weeks and you know everybody in the whole school. Everybody's related or they know each other. I don't think they have the discipline problems we do because honestly you call home and half the neighborhood beats the snot out of the kid <laughs> that <They> did something <laughs> wrong. Um, so it's it's a very different vibe. We were just at Lucas here recently for a game and it it hasn't changed a bit. It's still yeah. this little small, my, my wife couldn't believe. She's like, this is it. I was like, oh yeah. I mean, the, the gym is in the middle school, right. so if you if you had to go to lunch, you had to leave the high school, walk up the hill outside, right, to go to the middle school to get lunch. I mean, it's it just kind of a different yeah. the whole thing is different. So
0: I always like it was it was very tight knit, homey, yeah. kind of close knit crowd. Yeah. Um, but with an Ashland where you have more opportunities and more offerings, yeah. it's just different. It's, it's just very, different. Yeah. Where if you're teaching science at Lucas, you're probably teaching all the science at Lucas. Yeah.
1: I had all the life science. We had one other science teacher. So there were two of us that covered everything. So yeah, you taught almost every kid every year.
0: Super different vibe. Yeah. That's what I like about it. We're, we're, we're certainly big compared to all of our county school friends, but in the grand scheme of things, we're not huge. We're not, we're not, you know, we're not a Cleveland city schools. Even Mansfield city is, is quite a bit bigger than
1: what we've got. Although I'm still always amazed. I walk down the hall and there's still people that I'm like, I've never seen that kid in my life. (laughs) and they're a senior and i've still never seen them how is that possible yeah
0: that's a good point let me ask you a couple fun questions all right because we've kept serious about life so far these these are my my weird three that i think go together and i've been asking everybody for no reason other than i think they're interesting um have you ever driven a motorcycle
1: sadly no would you i would love to yeah
0: (laughs) yes um so you'd have to go and probably get a license in that. That's what I'm finding out.
1: First, um, I'd have to convince my wife that it was okay. And okay. And then go get a license, yes.
0: So what intrigues you about that? Is, is it just seem no, like just, a sense uh, of adventure?
1: I think I'd, I'd want a Harley. I, oh, I mean, I want, okay. I want to go old school. All I'd have to in. grow my beard out or something. Okay, and then, yeah, all right. I think that'd be... Put the bandana on. I think it'd be okay. pretty sweet.
0: I could picture you in like a, a large black jacket with fringe. Oh, yeah. Just flapping yeah. in the wind.
1: Yeah, I had to get the lowrider with the high bars so uh, I'd look even shorter than I am. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah.
0: So you would definitely, you just you have it. I'm giving this some thought. Ride. Yeah, I'm okay. giving this some thought. All right. Well, we're going to turn it up a notch then. Have you ever jumped out of an airplane?
1: Uh, my fear of heights has allowed me to parasail. Oh. but i have not yet gotten to the point where i wouldn't um cry the whole way down so not yet
0: so you had a chance to parasail
1: parasail is pretty cool my, what made
0: that okay with the heights
1: you're over water you've got a parachute you're 300 feet up you're probably not going to die even if it broke it might hurt it, it might hurt but and my sister-in-law and i went up at the same time and she she pointed out at one point that my knuckles were white because i was gripping onto the thing so hard <laughs> and after that i was really good because i had no idea i was gripping onto it i didn't even realize i was nervous oh, okay so she's like she still laughs about it she's like man you were like white knuckled
0: now were you somewhere um exotic or, or exciting when you did Hawaii. That? oh yeah. so
1: we are my, my wife couldn't do it with us because she was eight months pregnant oh. with with my son and so yeah so we went up and yeah that's pretty cool you could see all the the dolphins that and stuff under you, and cool. yeah that was pretty cool super clear water yeah. so you can see yeah. oh man yeah, i would do that again in a heartbeat <laughs> do a,
0: okay so motorcycle yes skydiving no
1: i'd still like to but i just don't know that i could possibly do it
0: okay maybe it what if you did skydiving over water
1: i mean so that that's be the excuse
0: she gave me with uh, yeah. parasailing
1: or maybe i just wait till i'm really old to where if i did fall then you know i lived a good life right <laughs> so right I'd right right.
0: It. no that makes sense what about um like bungee jumping that one i definitely
1: would never do never no the whole face first thing okay yeah. and you
0: start high
1: yeah i yeah. guess
0: with parasailing you start low you start and then low you work you yourself work up it, yeah. right. i think that would be better yeah that
1: one's a lot you, you start on the back of a boat and you just sort of rise where yeah bungee jumping i feel like you're just jumping okay. head I don't even like diving headfirst into a swimming pool. Oh. So I, I'm still a cannonball what about,
0: guy. What about um, a hot air balloon? See, that would be, I think
1: that'd be fun. And it'd we're be, in Ashland. it would be gradual. Yeah, Balloon Fest. You've got to ride a hot air balloon. Yeah, that
0: seems very Ashland. Yeah, you just have
1: to find someone that can take you up that has a hot air balloon. That's fair. That's fair. fair.
0: And there are certain times of year you can find those people. Yes. For sure. Okay. So you're not, you're not super adventurous, but there are some things you're not, you're not closed off to any. adventure. No,
1: no. I'd I try things. I just am kind of a chicken.
0: Now, now speaking <laughs> of I guess adventure, but it doesn't have to be adventurous. Are there, if you think back to when you were younger or even now with your, your, uh, wife and kids, is there some family vacation or trip or adventure that you look back on and it was, it was amazing. And, and could you tell us why?
1: See, we didn't vacation as a kid because oh. we didn't have any money. Um, so I sure the interesting part about getting married. My wife was they vacationed every year, so we yeah. have added that to our family thing. And she's yeah. like, "Didn't you go?" Like, yeah, we didn't go places. Um, so, but we went to Disney a few years ago, and that was really a pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'd never been. I was forty-some years old and got oh. to take the kids, and that is a pretty cool trip. Um, I would like to go back to California. I did a school trip there for, like, um, just training. Uh-huh. But I didn't get to go anywhere. I got to sit in a... Oh. I, I got to go to California, check it out. So I, you were there, technically. I, yeah, I was in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, but I never... I got to see the Golden Gate Bridge. I went for a run on Sunday morning and saw the Golden Gate Bridge. And that was the extent of what I Does saw. It? Yeah. So I'd like to go back and see all that. So
0: when you, when you go out with your family, is it... Is there, you just have a destination in mind and figure out how to do it? Is there any rhyme or reason or is it just, I feel mm-hmm. like let's, let's try this. We've never done
1: this. Let's we just start about February, just starting to think about where to go. And, yeah. and someone comes up with ideas and, and, and yeah, we all agree on it That's and great. and go. And my wife's a traveler. So then she starts getting the books and uh, okay, if we're going to be there, we're going to go see this, this, yeah. this, this. And, and then we go and see 75 places over a course That's of a awesome. week. And,
0: is it, is it more? Adventury like hiking sightseeing or is it more like historical you're gonna see where this battle took place or are you looking for the largest ball of
1: twine it's kind of a mix of all those you know we've done boston we've done st louis you know we've done hawaii so we've kind of seen a it just depends on where you're at that's awesome whether you whatever you're gonna do so yeah and
0: then that and so, and I know your wife's a teacher, so that, that yeah. makes it a little easier to, to line that up. That does. But
1: so, now that my son's in high school, you got to mix it around, let's see, two a day football right. and travel baseball. Sure. And maybe a, so so yeah. Yeah. you have a little window. Yeah, you got to fit gotta those windows drop it in, right in exactly, there. Exactly. Well, that's
0: great that getting those experiences out there. I, I think it's great to, yeah. to live if you can see what else is out there beyond Ashland.
1: I'm trying Ohio. to convince her that we should try to run a marathon in all 50 states. I am not winning that battle right now, so mostly I just run in Ohio. But I'm trying to convince her that, that would be a great vacation thing to try to hit out all 50 states.
0: It gives you the excuse too, like yeah, like you know, you're looking at the list and going, we haven't done this place. Yeah. So that's
1: what I thought. She's not buying that one yet. Oh. So
0: we'll work on it. There's time. Yeah, there's time. And then and then at the end of the race, you could bungee jump off exactly. the, the cliff. I'd be in, too tired to the, say no
1: into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, too tired to say no. Might as well jump off.
0: Can you think back to to high school? I don't. I don't need a specific name if you can't come up with one. But um, was there a specific teacher that you feel like embodied, like, would help make you who you are today, or, or guide you as a teacher, or certain qualities in a teacher that you, you feel you try to emulate?
1: I, I think from the counseling perspective, it was Jerry Dunlap. Uh, oh. He he. If anyone knows Camp New He's the one that founded Camp Newhop. His son still runs it. Uh, He passed away. It's been a few years ago now. Um, He was just a great counselor. You always saw him in the halls. You always knew he was there. He wasn't my counselor, but you knew if something was wrong, he'd take care of it. Um, From the teaching perspective, it was definitely James Wilkes and Kit Conwell. Um, Mm -hmm. Conwell was my middle school uh, social studies teacher. He was one of those guys that would dress up in Civil War gear and shoot shoot (laughs) rifles out back and tell you how far the the gun would have shot off. And, and Wilkes was one of those guys that just, you were always in the lab, you were always learning stuff, having fun. And even if you weren't a science person, you were probably like, no, this was a pretty cool day. Um, so those are probably the two I know, and which is why I have a science and a history teaching license probably, uh, and became a school counselor. So when I think of the three that stand out to me, I have all those certifications. So there's probably wow. some similarities as to why that happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like a total coincidence to Right. me. Um, so, y- you're certified in a couple areas you've you've since moved towards the guidance counseling areas you've talked about running marathons and things that tells me that you have a bit of a drive and motivation to to try things or to do things or to accomplish is there is there what motivates you to work hard towards different goals i know we got a lot of students here in ashland that are doing things because you're supposed to or you have to or it's required or it's the next thing but sometimes it's hard to motivate kids to do things because the the reason isn't I'm gonna try to get a good grade, but I'm trying to better myself.
1: I, I am a goal setter by nature. I, I'm one of those guys that sits down before the school year and says, "Here are the the four things I wanna I wanna get out of this year." Ah. I, I find it it helps me focus. I, I find it helps me get some like a little more sense of like accomplishment, mm-hmm. which drives me to to do those things on on the lousy days where you don't want to wake up. You have like a Okay, but I was gonna do these things. I gotta, I gotta try to get those done. Um, And and for me, that really helps. It keeps me. I don't know. It just makes the day more fun because I actually have something I'm shooting for. So even on those lousy days, you're like, okay, today I didn't get it. Tomorrow we'll come back and we'll we'll we still have a a goal to set. So yeah, and that gives you purpose too. Towards,
0: I'm not just doing this thing because it's my job, but I have this this purpose and this focus. It might be. Something school related, something family. It's more
1: fun that way. And and I always, I said, I always set up goals for school, family and, and running every year. So I always have three goals for each one. They sit at the front of my planner. So that way, if I'm having days where I sort of get no funk, I'm like, oh yeah, let's turn back to that bright colored paper at the beginning of my planner and see what I was trying to do. So
0: that's, that's fantastic. That's a great idea for anybody listening to just jot the ideas down. I would imagine for you sometimes those morph and change a little d- depending on how the year takes you. They usually do, yeah. But, some, but, some
1: things you're like, that's yeah, just not going to happen <laughs> this year. It's like last year, COVID. Sure. Most of the things I set up, we yeah. had to change them halfway through because they just weren't going to happen. I can't
0: imagine it hurts though to set them. And then, you know, if you're if you're seeing them, like you said, you put them in a planner so you can see them whenever you need to or yep. just remind yourself and adjust accordingly. At least that gives you. Yeah. So. They always sit
1: on the front page in a different colored big bright colored paper. So that way I always notice them when I'm opening it up, even if I don't mean to notice it, you always That's see awesome. it.
0: So um, if you think back to like 16 year old, Mr. Grissinger, like smack dab in the middle of high school, probably knew everything about everything. Oh yeah. Um, what would you tell him? What's, what's your one piece of advice? Like buddy, don't forget this thing. Cause you're going to screw this up.
1: I might tell him to cut the mullet, but Oh, but maybe not. Um, oh, wait a minute. Mullet. Oh yeah. Okay. We can I mean, move on. 16 year old. It was 1990 soccer player. Okay. I had, I had the nice feathered mullet that went down to the shoulder blade. So it was, it was pretty stylish. That's amazing. Um, you know, I, I think I would just remind him. I, I think sometimes I look back and think I missed my twenties cause I was so like focused on trying to figure out what to do with every day and just enjoy some of that stuff and, and say, Hey, you didn't have to have it figured out at 21. You didn't have to figure out at 25. I'm 47 now. I still haven't figured out and I'm okay with that. Actually, I'm happier about that knowing that it's going to change and it's going to be different. And that's a good thing.
0: That is a good thing. I think some, some schools and students or parents or whatever you want to say are always worried about, okay, what's the career? How am I going to pay the bills? All that stuff. And that absolutely has value no matter what. Yes. But there's, there's a different side to that. There's, doing what you love there's creating things there's being with yeah. friends and family um enjoying your life and not just worried about and as you
1: as you go through you may find you, you're not where you're supposed to be but you know what it probably has value anyway it yeah it may not be i mean i spent a couple years at lucas and i really enjoyed them yeah it made, I, I don't think i would have i don't think it if i'd stayed there 30 years i would have still i think i might have gotten bored but hey i, I loved those couple years and that was good i'm glad i did those so that's awesome. so yeah
0: awesome um so uh what are a couple adjectives that your best friends would use to describe you
1: that might be scary um now this isn't what you think this is what you
0: think they think it's an important distinction i think that's
1: right oh that's yeah it doesn't have to be right that's right you think they think um I, I know that I'm frequently told I'm a little over the top at times. I'm have i I'm, I'm a little too, a uh, little too wound up for okay. most people. I might so, agree with them. Yeah. So, and, and I know that's probably true. I know, especially in the morning, my family tells me that every, almost oh. every day that I'm not allowed to sing or dance in the morning while they're waking up. Uh, uh, according to the rap song, my senior year fraternity life, uh, hardworking was one that went on there because I do tend to always be focused on something that I want to get great. done. So, so those are two of the most common ones I hear (laughs) that's no I think that's
0: perfect um so do you have um anything in your life that you consider irrationally uh like you're afraid of like an irrational fear
1: I'd say heights would be the biggest one uh, yeah because I think there's times where that's completely rational and it might be but sometimes I'm just like I, I'm, yeah. I'm up here. I'm safe. I really yeah. look over the edge, and I'm, I'm probably I'm not going to fly off the edge yeah. from a wind shear or something like that. Um, and and then I probably do have an irrational fear of failure. Sometimes you know you're just always sure that what if I didn't do it and I ruined every kid's life because uh, I didn't do what I was supposed to be doing.
0: And that's probably part of the working hard, like focused yeah. and motivated kind of. And thing. I
1: think probably most teachers or counselors or whatever have at least some of that.
0: I hope most do. Yeah. Um, from the you don't want to fail the kids, kind of vibe. Yeah. I think most have that, even if they don't put it into words. Yeah.
1: But I don't think most of us would really mess up everybody's life, even if we didn't right. do great right. a couple days. <laughs> so
0: yeah, so yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, if I if I were to ask you, um, what your favorite book or author is, uh, would you would you have a favorite?
1: My favorite author right now is Brad Thor because they are the like action adventure books oh, that don't okay. require during the school year those are by far my favorites because they require very little brain cells so
0: you can you can turn off life exactly. for a little bit and, and I, read a
1: few I chapters. I those, are, those are fantastic um i have a a large tendency towards sometimes history books but always athlete books about oh, like okay. overcoming you know like athletes who have overcome biographies things, biographies and, of, okay. of people who've gone through tough times and I had a, a number of years where people that suffered in the 2013 Boston bombing wrote books. Oh, um, sure. Runner. You know, yeah. That makes well, sense. And, and I was there the next year. Um, but guys who had, who lost limbs wow. and came back and did it. And um, I had, I had a number of years and I still reread those from time to time. Uh, just kind of how they went through that stuff and came out on the other side. So wow. those are, those are always kind of interesting.
0: Okay. well, thanks for getting in depth with us and we're going to end this like we do every podcast with our crawl questionnaire. You've got Mm -hmm. 30 questions. They're all lightning round questions. The the one big rule to note is there are no wrong answers, but I may argue with you because I may disagree with you. All right. And I think that just keeps it more fun. So we're going to go as fast as we can, but I may stop and go, wait a minute and and ask Uh you about your answer. I don't know. And I kind of just hit, Part of this first question, but then you didn't technically answer specifically. So I feel okay about this. So here we go. All right.
1: Question number one
0: What's your favorite book?
1: Favorite book? Yikes. The Scott, any of the Scott Harvath series.
0: Okay. Favorite sport? Soccer. Clean the bathroom or
1: mow the lawn? Mow the lawn. Mm -hmm.
0: Is a hot dog a sandwich?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: What number am I thinking of?
1: Seven. No.
0: <sighs> Alaska or Hawaii?
1: Actually, I've already been. I want to go to Alaska.
0: Okay. Good. Good. Nobody says Alaska. I don't. Uh, everybody wants Hawaii. That's yeah. good to know. Okay. It, but that's because you already out, you snowing. already did Hawaii. Well, so it's
1: snowing outside, but but yeah, I really yeah I, I have a sixth sense. I really want to run the Ar- Antarctica Marathon because it's in the middle of Antarctica. So I have a I have a great love of winter. So okay. Alaska fits that All bill. Right
0: all right um cats or dogs dogs favorite holiday christmas okay the best fast food restaurant wendy's okay meat or vegetables oh meat what's your favorite smell cinnamon that's a good one uh would you like fries with that
1: absolutely all the time
0: okay um pepsi or coke or something else
1: dr pepper the greatest drink ever made I, I would live on that. Dr. Pepper if I could.
0: I respect that. Um, what three adjectives would you use to describe you?
1: Energetic, happy. Probably lost it if I could make that into an adjective. Lost it.
0: <laughs> lost it. Lo- yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm Is, just lost.
0: Whatever, man. <laughs> I don't teach English. You don't teach e- each English. We're we're good. I mean, we're gonna get judged by somebody. Oh, well, exactly. Um, is cereal just a cold soup?
1: No, I don't like soup, so we're just going with cereal okay. better.
0: Um, fill in the blank for me. Tattoos are blank. Awesome. Okay. Hot or cold? Cold. When my alarm goes off in the morning, I blank.
1: Jump up and dance. Wow. And annoy everybody. Really. We covered that earlier. Yeah.
0: That that's still frightening.
1: That's why jump around is still the greatest <laughs> alarm ever. <laughs> But I'm not allowed to use it in my house. Oh. They, so, you're, yeah. are you a morning person? I then am very for much sure. a morning person. Yeah. Is there a certain
0: time of day where you just like somebody just flipped a switch on you and you're like well, I'm about a-
1: five a.m. I'm ready to roll. Wow. So that's why I get up, and work out. That way I burn a little bit of it off before I, I gotcha. see everybody.
0: Are you? Do you sometimes just? Does your body just wake you up right before the alarm?
1: Sometimes. Almost every time. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, dine out or delivery.
1: Dine out. I'm tired of sitting it at
0: home. Nice. Spicy or sweet? Sweet. Cake or pie?
1: Cake. Okay. And Hawkins cake specifically.
0: Oh, like a Miller's cake. Like a buttercream
1: frosting. No, no. Or I, want, like I a, want that sugar. That sh- millions, standard. Like, okay. Makes your teeth hurt. It's so sweet. Okay, you're frosting. going with like the the chocolate, the, white white, the vanilla, white, white, white frosting, white cake. And I'll scoop all the frosting off the bottom of the cake pile. So
0: if if there's a corner slice, you're grabbing. Oh,
1: all the time. Okay, absolutely. All
0: right. When you text LOL. How often do you actually laugh out loud? And I'll accept a percentage if you'd like.
1: I would say 100% because I would never do that, and it makes me laugh because it's so doofy when I do it because I'm a almost 50-year-old man. So, so so,
0: you, if you're <laughs> typing LOL, it happened.
1: It definitely happened.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. Um, shoes or barefoot? Shoes. What's your favorite board game?
1: I, sorry.
0: Oh, classic. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Can I make you yawn by saying yawn? Yeah, because now I'm thinking about it already. (laughs) So far, nobody's yawned on that question. I I know. I'm trying to fight it right now. I'm watching. (laughs) I'm going to see if it's going to happen. Like, if I continue to say yawn, Uh, it's going to. Is it? Oh, here it is, folks. (laughs) I think this is our first
1: yawn. Fought it off. Man. That
0: was close. Almost got our first yawn. Yeah. That was the closest to a yawn I've gotten so far. Nobody's broken on that one. I said yawn again just just now. (laughs) I'm still trying to make you yawn. I'm still like, darn it. Okay, what's the best color on the rainbow? Red. Have you ever been on a podcast? No, it's my first time. Now, okay, good, but we talked earlier before I hit record, and this isn't your first time with some headphones and a mic, because I heard you did a radio yeah, show no. back in college. Fresh
1: when you were College, we wanted to try everything, so Buddy and I did a radio show. That's awesome. It, it was It was a lot of fun.
0: If you were forced to go on America's Got Talent, what talent or skill would you do?
1: You know, I think I would find an amazing dance and I would I would go out there and dance. Nice.
0: Could we could we choreograph that? Could we start oh, it with absolutely. like the alarm clock and then you hop out oh, of bed? Yeah, I think
1: we could do that. I mean I have nice. done the nutcracker the last three years as a dad who got suckered into dancing. Oh, okay. Days, so if I can do that, I can figure out a dance. And we can put it's your wife
0: talent. on the like behind the curtain going boo, stop dancing. She probably would if I was okay. on TV dancing, yeah. Yeah. Um candy or flowers? Candy. What type? Chocolate. Chocolate. Like so anything involving anything chocolate? Anything involving okay. chocolate, yeah. And then our thirtieth
1: question, we already got to 30. Um, what
0: what what's your favorite pizza toppings?
1: Pepper. Anything with pork. Anything made from a pig. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that nothing should go on a pizza that was not made from a pig, the except meats. for the cheese and the yeah.
0: So like your spirit animal is South Street Grill. Pro- probably. There's Although
1: a- I went to school with the Uniontown owners oh. so i feel like, i feel like i need to go to Uniontown more than oh i that. love them both yeah but
0: if i'm thinking pork products
1: yeah i can't get best so the meatball long. sub at Uniontown though oh that's pretty darn good
0: that is i like the pretzel yes the also appetizer. very good yes yeah well we got to the end of the questionnaire you're still in one piece you have yet to yawn i'm very disappointed with that i almost <laughs> broke the first teacher to yawn and um i just wanted to thank you for spending some time with us we, we hope people listening at home had a good time. Um, and we'll have our next crawl questionnaire soon. And just thank you again one more time, Mr. Grissinger, for coming out.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: All right, take care. This has been a production of Arrow Media Studios at Ashland High School. Subscribe to Arrow
1: Media Podcasts wherever you find your favorite podcasts.